Season 2 of the Soda Sit-Down. I'm your host, Nate Perkio. I'm joined today with Joe Schobert. Today we're just going to talk about the wide and, and eclipsing world of Minnesota sports and kind of give a preview to everything we're going to talk about this season and some of the teams we're going to see. It's good to have you here, Joe. Glad to be here. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing right now um, that everybody's thinking about is the only team still playing, so that would be and don't worry, Twins, we'll get to you. But right now, <laughs> let's talk about the just as disappointing Vikings. Joe? Yeah, it's been tough to watch. And you look at kind of the what's happened to their defense throughout the season. I mean, we have two rookie starting cornerbacks, and we have three of our yep. best defensive starters currently not playing. I mean, you kind of can't expect that from a depleted defense being as bad as they have been. But there's just no excuse to see what uh, Kirk Cousins has been doing at the quarterback. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's getting a lot of hate. I, I really think any time anything goes bad, he gets gets all the fucking hate. But the defense hasn't been good either. Like the Seattle game, he I thought he played really well. And I, I thought the whole team played really well, and we played a really good team. And even like, Zimmer gets a lot of hate for that uh, fourth and – inches call that he decided to go for in the Seattle game. And I I think it was the right call. That's definitely controversial. But I, I think it was just, we played a good game. We were just outmatched. We played a better team. Yeah, I agree. And, like, with the whole, you know, they were in that situation. And um, obviously in the fourth quarter, and they if they would have got the first down, they would have won the game practically. And, oh, they, yeah. They, they would have won. It, they would have won the game. And, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't love the actual play call. Like, I, I thought that, um, I don't know, Rod was really predictable, but the way Madison was playing, like, you mm-hmm. couldn't avoid it. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like, um, yeah, they just they just got beat by a better team. But when they missed that fourth down, you know, which, I mean, the same thing. They have to drive down from the five-yard line or the six or whatever mm-hmm. they were at, the length of the field as opposed to you score, you kick a field goal, you're up eight points. I get at the 25 um, with more time. and They get the two-point conversion. Win. Yeah. And well, bring it to overtime. Right, right. I mean, you still have the clock. The clock's going to be generally the same whether you kick it or you uh, and you kick it back to them. I mean, it's going to be generally the same unless, you know, something crazy happens. So I don't hate it by Zimmer. I, I think it was a good move. Um, you know, they were in Seattle. They were kind of the underdog. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a couple of years, like you'll see Mike Rabel every once in a while, or Tomlin. If things aren't Mike Tomlin, if things aren't going well, they just start going fuck for fucking two point conversions ridiculously. Mm-hmm. They just get <laughs> ridiculously aggressive. You know, I've seen some coaches that like will refuse to fucking punt mm-hmm. if their team has been playing bad because they think they'll give them the edge and they'll really like mm-hmm. you know make the opponent. But I mean, for some teams it works. Like the Steelers, it seems like every time they go for a two point conversion, first drive, it, they get it. And they fucking put the fear of God in the other team. Mm-hmm. But as for um, you know, the Vikings, when they when they didn't get it, I feel like the writing was on the wall that they were going to drive down the field. And that, that's what I didn't like about that game is, like, the Vikings defense came out like – They came out firing. Them. It was incredible. I, I, you're having names I, I hardly, like, recognize, like, making huge plays. Yeah, I mean, the defense worked hard, but I feel like everybody knew what was going to happen. It was still Russell Wilson, you know. 
Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be who he was if he, you know, missed drives like that. You know, he might throw three interceptions in the game, but I, you give him a game-winning drive, and the dude will fucking cut you up like. You know, I go, going into the second half, I knew we weren't gonna we weren't gonna shut out the Seahawks. Like that's yeah, no, that can't happen. They're too no, good. There's no way. So yeah, I mean that game was pivotal for the Vikings season. You know, they're coming off a win. They're looking for you know the second win and to get some momentum. Mm-hmm. And that would have been would have been huge. I think if the Vikings would have uh, beat the Seahawks, they would have fucking mopped the floor with yes. the Atlanta Falcons. Like, they would have came out. Well, you, you lose a heartbreaker like that and go into a short week and you're playing one of the worst teams in the NFL. And I'm not giving any, any excuses for the Vikings' effort on Sunday because that, no. was, that was something else. Like, that was that was a whole other level of bad. But, it again, it's kind of a perfect storm, and that's kind of been the story of the season for the Vikings. Yeah, you know, and then they come out and they just get fucking embarrassed by the Falcons. Like, mm-hmm. there's some uh, videos going around Viking social media of Adam Thielen when he scored that like pisser of a touch on the matter, <laughs> and he did not give a fuck. Like, he didn't care. You know, I, I want to. Hear I, it. I think that's I think that's his impression on the season too. He's just he's out there to get his and get his stats and mm-hmm. making money and you know come back. Pleases he has to please his fantasy owners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> myself included. Hey, but, me too. But, uh, you know, I've seen some good things out of the Vikings this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think they miraculously right the ship and decide that they're going to be, you know, go on a tear and win, you know, 10 straight or how many games they're, they left. And that's the, not going to happen. But The roster they have now, I think, could have made the playoffs. And, it's again, it's a very depleted roster. We're missing Anthony Barr, Mike uh, Pierce, and Daniel Hunter all on defense. And our defense is just beginning shredded through. But the roster they have on the field now couldn't make the playoffs if they weren't 1-5. and five. Yeah, I mean. But it has a 1-5 team. No, and they have to be, I mean, it's got to be the Packers again. they got to beat the Bears twice still. I mean, the Lions always seem like they sneak up and play a good game against the Vikings. And yeah, that's. The way the Vikings have been melting down, I just, I, I don't see it happening. No. No. But. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're laughing. Our roommates are watching uh, World Series Game 2, and I don't know, they made some side bets on her or whatever. I just heard both of them cuss each other out about a team from California and a team from Tampa Bay. They are enjoying life, which good for them. All right, on, uh-huh. to, on to the next topic. Um, the Twins, I mean, we're talking about the Vikings' point of season, but – Holy fuck! They fall face first. First, <laughs> they fall face first into the in the AL Central title. Like I mean, they yeah, they beat some. They you know they got a little hot after the thing, but well, they, go, they go in the Cincinnati series and they just give up. Fucking, they get shelled against Cincinnati. I mean, they have a chance to beat to you know they play with the White Sox in the beginning of the season and then they come later mm. and the White Sox. I mean, that's what they're gonna do. I mean, they they choked in the playoffs too. I mean, everybody who you know. Watches baseball more than that. Out of three five-game series in the AL Central, what do we have? Two wins? One win? Yeah, it was <laughs> it was total shit. Um, just the way that the, you know, and the NL Central too. You know, the Twins, you know, had that big winning record against NL Central. And yeah. They had the same thing. <laughs> like in Chicago is number two because they've all only played AL Central and NL Central teams. Yeah. They look yeah. like a good roster, and Miami just fucking kills them. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, Chicago is getting old, though. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing. And that's kind of where the Twins are. You know, the Twins are, like, coming down with, like, a Chicago Cubs team, but they don't mm-hmm. have a title. You know, we got 
fucking nursing home DHing right now. <laughs> like I get Nelson Cruz is great. Like, he's still he's been he's great, but he's gonna fall off. The dude's like forty five years old. Like eventually he's, it's gonna you, get you, to him. You say that about him, you say that about LeBron, but it's yeah, but LeBron is thirty five. Yeah, Nelson Cruz is old. Yeah, and Nelson Cruz has been playing professional baseball or at least baseball at some level longer than I've been alive. You know, that's it's insane the productivity. But I mean, maybe him. I mean the guy just shows up, hits fucking bombs, and goes takes nets in the dugout. He still is hitting bombs. Like he's. But I just I don't know. And everybody else on the team was just hitting like shit. Kepler falls into a slump <laughs> and never crawled out of it. Maybe he he was hurt. Well, he and he did. About a week before the playoffs started, that uh, that Cubs series, he played very well in the Cubs series, and he also played well in. They played the White Sox after the Cubs. Is that correct? He had a couple. Yeah. He had a couple of very good series in late in late September, and I was kind of getting excited for what yeah, he could do. Yeah, but the playoffs October, come around, and he just forgets how to hit the baseball. He, he lays a dud, and yeah, no, the same thing happened with Rosario, and that's. That's just how the team's been. He turns into a German in 1945. He just fucking he's ready to give up at this time. He's done too much battling. Yeah. No, but, that's... Uh, yeah, fuck. I don't know. That team. And then you got Miguel Sano, who tries to hit the baseball as hard as humanly possible, but mm-hmm. half the time forgets what pitch is coming. <laughs> he's just fucking fastball guesser. I feel when like. he's, but when he's hot, it's, it's he can, something else. Every once in a while, I feel like he just runs into a breaking ball. Like, he just... Mm-hmm. Waits his strength too. I don't think he sees them very well, but mm-hmm. like honestly, because the breaking balls kill him, mm-hmm. especially the sliders out that just drop out far away from the zone. You know, and those start inside with him, and he he doesn't see the he doesn't see a breaking ball well. But at the same time, every once in a while, he just runs into one and mm-hmm. fucking smashes it over to St. Paul. Mm-hmm. He had that. Well, he had that huge rookie season. He, uh, he was in the home run derby, and he was just like. Everyone was so excited about him. Then he gets hurt, and then the next season, the pitchers figure out, okay, well, he can't hit a curveball. So if you know he had a chance, throw a curveball on him, and he just terrible. And since then, he's been just very inconsistent. Yeah, he just has definitely, um, like the rest of the team, let us down. You know, God, mm. the most clutch hitter. I feel like that come on is. You know, games, they'd be just fucking pinching everybody so that they'd have mm. Williams left. And that dude <laughs> is the most clutch guy that hitting lineups at shortstops or second base than I've ever seen. Because he will. He'll absolutely spool through a ball with bases on the low, bases loaded two outs, and he'll hit it as hard as he can at the shortstop. And he'll make it, they'll make it look like it was a good play, but really they, he just fucking hits piss missiles at him. He, he is a ground ball machine. Or when he like. hit that home run this year. I mean, the whole team that day, it was like they snapped out of it and they were just yeah. playing real yep. baseball. They're all fucking hitting home runs. And then he hits a line drive, <laughs> like five feet above the pitcher's head, into the fucking flower, into the flower garden. I'm I remember absolutely I was, fucking lost about it. I was, list, I was listening to that game at work, and it was like, oh, Williams Asadio hits a home run. Like, was, yeah, like I didn't even like, believe it either. Yeah. He just kept going. Just... <laughs> It was like the shortest home run of the year, I think, at the time. And it was like like ridiculously short, like launch angle. Like the dude, I don't even know. Like he just axe chopped it into the stands. Like, yeah, crazy. I don't know. Seeing other twins. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time for them to make a trade and send somebody somewhere and try to get somebody who can else who can kind of energize the offense because 
I mean, we have Josh Donaldson, I, and he can do it, but he just wasn't healthy. To energize the offense, I mean, it's we need we needed a healthy Donaldson to win a playoff yeah. series. And that's, yeah, and you know, Josh Donaldson, you know, for as good as he is, you know, we're playing a pivotal game against the Chicago White Sox, mm-hmm. and he did. He got a bad. He got a bad strike one call. Like mm-hmm. it was not a strike. But no. then he fucking bombs <laughs> a ball out of the stadium, and then has to get thrown out. Like, dude, you hit a home run. Like, just just that, you have to that, hit the home run. No, I got to first. I got to come over and I got to kick dirt on the, <laughs> the plate and tell the ump he's an idiot too. Like, dude, I get it was a bad call, and you're talking about contracts, but you hit a piss missile out of the that stadium. Absolute blast. And you're mad about the strike one. Now it's Make it a what a two run game at the time. It was still a close game. Yeah, I think, it was. And then, I think we ended up losing. Yeah, and then we got to put. Like every the twins this year, I swear to God, the story of the twins was Erie Adrianza hitting with runners in scoring position. <laughs> because it didn't matter if it was zero outs with bases loaded or if there was runner on second with two outs or fuck runner halfway from third on on two outs. Like mm-hmm. the dude was gonna strike out or he was gonna hit just hit a fucking <laughs> pop out. Like him and his little black chain just drive me insane. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I like him as a as a utility guy, you know. Like, yes, and he's you need the other guys thing is I think of that level for a team like the Twins. Like that's just kind of you know kind of moving on from the roster this year and talking about what we look like next year. You know, uh, we're talking about Adrianza, you know, our utility guy. So another utility guy that I really like, think is a hot topic, at least in my mind, is like Marwin Gonzalez. Like he was okay. I would say he was good for the Twins in the Bomba season, so 2019. Yes. He's been a liability, I think. And he he, he had a really hot start this year. He was there's a lot of hype going around him, but then he was he was an everyday player he turned into just because the yeah, Twins are so For sure, with. for sure. And he is a I mean the Twins have one of the best fielding percentages in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that you know there's no doubt to that. So he's a big part of that because he can play every base. Mm-hmm. You know, um and but his hitting is just hurting the team. And right now, I guess it is a small sample size, but if the 2020 season carries over, like we just struggle with, with hitting consistently right now. Mm-hmm. So I think we need, you know, like a Tommy LaStella, a guy who always, you know, his OPS is way the fuck up there. Slugging percentage mm-hmm. might be, you know, 180. But the dude always finds a way to get on the base, you know? Moneyball. So not, <clears throat> excuse me, not OPS, um, OBS, on base percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, I don't know. I think we need a couple guys like that in the team. You know, Polanco was kind of that guy. And I think he, he can hang around. I think he's a good contact He kind of fell off the face of the earth this year, though. He did, but it's a, it's a small season. And he, yeah. That's... Before played so well, I think he can just get in that groove. You know, uh, Arise is a good guy like that with us, and that's why we're mm-hmm. so dangerous when we have our full lineup because Arise can get on, and then you know he can set up for guys like, you know, to know Kepler, because I mean those mm-hmm. guys when they run into balls. I mean, oh, when when we're when our lineup is healthy, I mean we have yeah the, a great contact hitter. We have one of the fastest players in baseball, and we have just an absurd amount of power. And it's, it's just it it it's brain boggling how this lineup's yeah, not it, it is. better how it we is. didn't produce and, more runs you know a lot of these dudes are going to be coming for their money pretty soon here too mm-hmm. um and i think i don't think we should blow it up i don't i think the twins still have a good chance at contending for a post let's just let's just 
Let's not even say a let's postseason championship. Let's go. How about we win a game? Have a good let's win one postseason at game. Po- at contending in one postseason game. Like, <laughs> let's talk about the Houston series, and then we'll move on from the Twins. Okay. The goddamn Houston series, like, everybody, all oh, the bullpen, you know. Um, I hear that all too much. Oh, our bullpen let us down. Well, you know, you score one run, and a lot of people are going to beat you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. You know, if fuck, you score one run a game against game. a high school team, like they might get a couple <laughs> bloops and maybe a, a lucky blast, and you're lost. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Astros, they played so well after they played the Twins, mm-hmm. but, like, they were handing us mm-hmm. the series. Both games we came into with one out or less, the fucking bases loaded, mm-hmm. and then we just squandered it. The next two, three guys mm-hmm. would go down, you know, or we you know, make a base running error or – some stupid like that. You know, um, in the first game, Bregman got that. I mean, that's nice hit by Sano. Just a bat breaker, but it, it slid in there, and Bregman got it and threw him out. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, what really hurt us that game. But, I mean, that we was... had so many chances. And, like, Kenta pitched well, you know, um, so did – I think so did the bullpen. You know, um, t- Taylor May. Yeah, he came in well. Trevor May, excuse me, and Taylor Rogers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trevor May's gone. I think he's going to want to just try somewhere else. You know, he's he's getting old, and he's been in the Twins organization for a long time, and I'm sure it's been good for him, but I think, you know, he wants out. But, I mean, they pitch good. We just, just couldn't get the head out of our ass. I mean, it was sad. It was just like – it was like the fifth inning of the second game, and I'm like, you know what, it's over. Like, yeah. we cannot hit the ball. And game one – really all game one comes down to is – the first inning, Alex Bregman makes a very nice play to throw Miguel Sano at first. And then in the ninth inning, Jorge Polanco just drops the ball. Yeah. He, he, it's that, it. Yeah, and that really kind of set it up, you know, and maybe that's why everybody wants to get Polanco on a different team. You know, he's just one of those guys, but it was only a wild card game. You know, if that would have been a World Series or something, that would have been more infinite. You know, oh, but, we'd be going for his head. But, but the whole team – the whole team played bad. I mean, they still – they scored one run, you know. Yeah, you, you made a defensive error, but, like, if you score more you than can. one – You can. Yeah, well, you can. You score, score more than one run, I mean, you watch the Dodgers and some of the teams that are, you know, contending right now. The Dodgers, the um, – not so much the Rays, but, like, a lot of National League teams, you know. The Braves. The Braves, you know. Like, they, they commit a defensive error and they come out and they score runs. Yeah. You know? they, they Like, they support their pitching. You know, the Braves, other than Max Fried – and Ian Anderson didn't have amazing pitching, mm-hmm. you know, by any means. But like they could knock the cover off the ball. Pitching. You know, the Rays are totally different. The Rays are the above, Rays have three very good pitchers. I think they have an above-average lineup that's just good enough, and then they have, um, you know, just good amazing starting pitching. pitching. Yeah, amazing starting pitching. You know, they have a couple guys out of the bullpen that are pretty good too, and I mean, they just they play well. And when the you're, Dodgers, on the other hand, they just beat the piss out of the baseball. They, oh, well, they have everything. They, yeah, I mean, they're. And, and that's they're that's even, what you get when you're the second richest team in baseball. Yeah, but they don't even have the biggest. They don't even have one of the biggest salaries. They don't. They're actually third after well after this year. Who's so, who's higher than them? It's the Yankees and who else? I can't. I, they just talked about it last night, though. Okay. But somebody's higher than them. Okay. So I mean, it's not. I don't know. Their team's gritty, too, and they have good players, and a lot of good players rotate through there, you know. Mm-hmm. Ryan Dozier, when he had that great season, ended mm-hmm. up on the, the Dodgers and was good for him, and then, you know, they had uh, Machado. So, I mean, they just wrote – they just, you know, if they'll, t- they'll take a one-year rental. Like, I don't even know if they thought Mookie Betts was going to be – 
you know, sign a massive deal there. I mean, they mm-hmm. were willing to sign him, but, you know, maybe they thought he was a one-year rental, but... Why not sign Mookie Betts? Yeah. He's been... Yeah, I mean... Game one, he was unbelievably good. Yeah, but I think when they got him, you know, they were just focused on this year or whatever and then seeing what happened, and then they, you know, they signed him, so... Mm-hmm. Um, that worked out or whatever, but... Yeah, that's the Twins. Um, you know, kind of moving on to our... Well, we'll talk a little bit about uh, just the kind of the weird world we're living in in sports, you know? Um... You know, I, I coach uh, a couple high school sports, and, like, the sporting worlds have been, you know, I miss baseball completely in the spring, and that was completely weird, but whatever. And then, you know, they played summer ball, and the summer ball rules are really weird. You know, some umpires had to stand behind the, the mound. Mm-hmm. Some could stand behind the plate. Some wore masks. Some didn't. Apparently, basketball played all winter. <clears throat> basketball all played. All summer. Yeah, they and played it wasn't through even all a big summer. Deal, so, yeah, it's just weird, you know. Um, in Minnesota, you know, hockey's a big thing, and they're going to cut from 26 to 18 games, and they're not promising, like, a, a state championship right now. Mm-hmm. Which, I get it, like, cramming 18,000 people or 20,000 people into the XL is by no means a good idea. Definitely not a good idea. But how I feel about that is, like, you can't just win your section. You know, Indeed. some sections are really weak, you know. You just win your section, and you're like, well, We're congratulations. You're <laughs> Your yeah, no, they, they should do – they should definitely do a state tournament. Now, whether or not there be fans at the state tournament, it definitely needs – definitely depends on where we are with COVID in March and, yeah. you know, what progress we have made. Yeah. Well, the thing, with, the thing with state tournament is, you know, it's a lot of teams coming in, you know, because you're going to have seven teams from each class. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have 14 teams, you know, which is going to have 40 people in it. So, I mean, that's, that's a big number as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think a good alternative is just playing – um, the game's not all at the X, you know, like maybe the state championship games you play at the X, but yeah. the rest of the games you play at like a neutral site. Um, well, maybe, maybe even the high seed, you know, who knows if they're close by, and then you yeah. can just alleviate that, you know. And there's, there's plenty of rinks around you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul that can yeah, but, host, yeah, and you, you know, you parents know. from each team. So like, what, yeah, 50 it's just people? it's just great, right. and you know, and, and somebody tweeted something out, and they were saying, you know, how would you feel if you worked 18 years for a promotion and never got it, you know? Yeah, and that and that's what it is, you know. Um, you know, I feel bad for the kids that got robbed a spring season, you know, both college and high school athletes alike. Mm-hmm. You know, you put all that preparation in, and you're, you know, you're emotionally invested, and you you lose that, and that's tough. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think hockey's a big thing. Same with basketball. I mean, they got to play. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, now I do think with. Football, um, not having a state tournament this year is the right move because we had that, we had that late start, and if we were to play a play in a state tournament, I mean that would end what like December, middle of December. Yeah, or something so they're like that. gonna go their their final regular season game is November twelfth. I mean, this is just football. I think other sports are like this too, but don't quote me. Um, so they'll go till like November twelfth or whatever, and then they'll do a two week uh, playoff. So. I'm guessing in most sections only the top four teams will make it, mm-hmm. and then they'll play um, two games in the playoffs because I think they're only allowed two games, and then mm-hmm. so they'll get up to a full eight, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I don't know. I still, still think you need a state, you need something. But at the same time, you want to promote kids playing multiple sports. Yeah, and you know if you if you were to have a state tournament in football, let's say a big basketball school such as um, yeah, Crosby, I the best athlete athletes play mm-hmm. football yeah no like the big schools won't harm that much because maybe they might have you know like a, 
a 6A football school or a 4A basketball school, you know, they might have one kid who's a stud in both. Yeah, who's a stud in both. You know, you take a a school like, you know, Crosby Angerton, your studs in football are also your studs in basketball. I mean, if they do that, they're almost going to have to allow them to do both. So, like, you play basketball on a Wednesday night, and then Friday, (laughs) you know, Friday night you have a state championship. I couldn't imagine that. Or, you know, if it's more important to them, they just. you know, they set it out. But the high school league usually does a good job about that. Yes. And I think I think by the spring this is going to – I'm not going to say it's going to clear up because I know a virus doesn't just go away, but I think some states are starting to ease restrictions. And they're mm-hmm. – I don't know if that's a reflection of control or if that's just more a reflection of people are just too – you know, they want to get inside but or outside, yeah. I would say. But it is what it is. So, well, I do – some of the experts are saying vaccine by the new year, and that could be very true. And if that is the case, I think by the spring we should be yeah seeing more of a normal life. How I feel is like if there's a vaccine like close or like one that is practical. I mean, mm. I don't know how clinicals work, and I, I'm not going to try to guess in a sports show. But, you know, I feel like it would kind of leak out a little bit if there was something that was like close, you know. I, mm. I think these estimations are just keep people – happy you know like oh yeah. it's it's coming it's coming yeah well you know the cure for cancer is coming too so you know i'd like to know <laughs> you know is much more terrible cancer is than covid i'm sorry but i mean i would just like to know like a real answer you know not just it's coming you know mm-hmm. yep some people's dad said they're coming back from the grocery store too <laughs> and, you know they're coming they're, they're still on their way but uh, yeah, eight, we'll uh, we'll segue here into the Timberwolves and then wrap her up. Eighteen years and a Division One scholarship just to get milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I. Uh... <laughs> God, <laughs> God damn it! Um, you know the Timberwolves. Weird basketball was weird. It just ended and then it came back and when it came back there were no Timberwolves basketball so I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cared about LeBron, and, I mean, I wanted the Lakers to kind of win because of Kobe or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know. One thing I feel like, you know, I know this is a Minnesota show, but, like, when people say, like, LeBron won the title for Kobe, like, Kobe don't want LeBron to win no titles in the Lakers uniform. I, he wants to be the best Lakers player ever. He doesn't give a fuck if LeBron wins a title with a team Kobe's, that he never played with. Kobe's cemented as the best Lakers player ever, and it's – LeBron will never get there. I'm sorry. No, LeBron, he, he won't. And I, I don't think he went there to chase that. I no. think he just went oh, there because no. he went there because he wanted to live in Los Angeles. And I think he wanted to be somehow yeah. in the Lakers history, you know. And he'll make somehow. Because I mean, they've had a lot of titles they've won. Obviously, I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot 17? of stars. On Seventeen that floor, there. Yeah. But um, you know, so one title it might be an anecdote. But if he wins two or three with them, which he could, you know, because he'll he, have his if he wins. Another one. He'll probably have his jersey in the rafters. Yeah, you know, but... But he's going to have his jersey in the rafters in Miami and Cleveland. Yeah, well, those are two franchises that are quite different from the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, yes. Yes. So, um, I just want to segue, like, actually into the Timberwolves now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get around the world of basketball, but, you know, God, wouldn't it be nice to see the Timberwolves competing against uh, LeBron James in a meaningful game? I mean, I don't know if we'll ever get there. You know, either LeBron's going to fall off, or what's more likely is that the Timberwolves are still going to stay awful. Um, you know, <laughs> you know I've, the been, I've, been, I've been through and through, you know. I've been through the Peck days. I've been through the, you know, well, I guess the Gorgie Zhang days. I've been through the uh, Kevin Love days. like Ricky Rubio. 
I, I mean, I, I like the Rubio days, you know. I've been through the Jimmy Butler era, and now we're uh, – <laughs> I, no, I don't know. I don't know. Is the, I, is I the like cat the era coming to an end? I like the Jimmy Butler era a lot more than the Rubio yeah, era. I mean, it was a little bit more exciting, but it was still very disappointing. I mean, we didn't get anything out of it, but no, I liked we got, it a little we bit got more. two playoff games in Minnesota. That was sick. <laughs> I went to both of them, and I mean, they were fun, but like, that's that's all I got out of it. I got some hall towels. <laughs> and now all we get is just frustration. You know, even in that playoff series, it was just frustration. But I mean, they played a better Houston team, obviously that year. Yeah. Well, I mean, and way better, but I just, I don't know. Who are they going to get? I know you wrote an article about this. I I have honestly no no clue who they're going to draft. Um, I mean, it, it did sound like they were seriously interested in Obi Toppin, and that would I would not draft Obi Toppin first overall. He's not he's not the best player in the draft. You, you draft yeah, the Le- best player in the Lamella draft. The Ball overall. comes with a show, though, and I don't know if, like, Cat's already had enough problems with, like, Jimmy Butler saying he's soft and, like, mm-hmm. you know, all the drama in Minnesota that he's had because he just, you know, that he's in right now even mm-hmm. with his girlfriend and him skipping out of the bubble. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know if you want a big Lamelle ball in. Like, I don't know if that's really great for Cat's head to have, you know. They More lose and drama. Lamar Ball says Lamelle didn't play bad. It was all Cat. Yeah. He's, he's soft. Like, I don't think he can take more emotional pain. I mean, the guy's had a bad year. I mean, he mm. definitely has. His mom passed away, and, you know, rest in peace to her. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, he's just – I think if he gets in more drama in Minnesota, he's just going to fucking leave. You know, he's going to go and somewhere I, else. Honestly, I would not blame him. I don't blame – I mean, I hate Jimmy Butler to the core, but I do not blame him one bit for le- wanting to leave Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to play for the Timberwolves some some years either, you know. Just just never consistent and very dysfunctional, you know. Mm-hmm. And they've had expectations to make the playoffs before. And, I mean, that, I mean, that's just a big expectation in Minnesota some years. Mm-hmm. Just, let's just make the playoffs. And usually by game 12, I can see what route we're on. <laughs> you know, we'll win the first three like that one year. And everybody that was this year. That was that this year. That was this year. We were going nuts. We won the first three, and everybody's like, woo. <laughs> we lose 12 straight. Well, we, we started 7-3. and three. Yeah, Is that – and then lost 11 to, like, the last 12 or something. Yeah, by by game 12 of this year, I think we're in, like, the top five in the power and, rankings. And like, it's always just weird divisional teams. Like, the Memphis Grizzlies will come to town and just beat <laughs> up on the, on the, you know, the Timberwolves. I think that was actually uh, probably one of Jimmy Butler's breaking points. It was uh, kind of a big game for the Wolves, meaningless game for the Memphis Grizzlies. And Jimmy Butler is hurt at the time. Yep. The yeah, Wolves just, blow it. <laughs> they get they get absolutely piss pounded I by the worst team in the league. They lost like it wasn't that bad. They lost like I think they scored ninety two points or whatever. Yeah. But they yeah and like another game against the Grizzlies like I went down to the wire and it took Derrick Rose to win the game. You know and we had just the weirdest category of stars like I like Derrick Rose in Tim Rose uniform. I did too. I mean I, I liked I him a lot. It. The dude went out and he just. He didn't care about fucking passing anybody else. Like he was just there to get. He, his, he hustled. He hustled. He did yeah. what he could. I mean, he he. I'm surprised he didn't break his neck sometimes because he'd throw himself <laughs> between four forwards and try to you know. It is incredible with how many injuries that man has yeah, had. Yeah, he does he, he has he, no. He has no fear. Absolutely zero. That fear. is incredible. Yeah, and I mean, D'Angelo Russell really isn't that guy. He's a he's a good shooter. I mean, he he's a good scorer. Um, I don't know. If they draft, like, other thing, they draft a mellow ball, 
Like we already got a one guard. You mm-hmm. know, that's pretty much a two guard, but a one guard. Oh my! Like they they're gonna fight each other in half court over the ball. Yeah, that's, Russell. That's my Kat, big. And that's my big worry with Lamelo Ball is you see as the Timberwolves are right now is we are so spread out offensively to where sure. you know we have Cat and D'Lo who typically they they like to hang around the three point line. Not as much Cat as much as D'Lo, but if we draft a guy like say Anthony Edwards. We can have more of a paint presence. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree, but they've always Anthony Edwards is a very athletic forward. Yeah, I don't think he's very skilled though. He's not not a good shot. And we've had a lot of athletic forwards who weren't very skilled. You know, we had uh, you know probably the most skilled forward we had a long time was Taj Gibson. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, when I mean, we had Taj, I actually really liked. But Taj. I mean, he didn't he didn't have great he didn't have a great. It's, it's not like either. he was like. Like, it's at the other level, but he was like, he was a good role player. Yeah, Gorgie Zhang was was a great. Um, I mean, is he still twelve? No, he's gone, isn't he? I think we traded him. Yeah, I think we finally gave away his horrendous contract. Yeah, yeah, you but know. he 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 loved he loved playing in Minnesota. Well, I yeah, I think it was just the who took him in. He was a good defensive player, but another like not skilled forward. Like he can yeah he can dunk on people, but. He, he Layups, can, maybe not, you know? <laughs> he, and, can, uh, he can jump out of the gym. Yeah, I mean, he had a weird-ass three-point shot. I remember one game he won the game or, like, fucking clenched it against the Wizards with a, <laughs> his weird-ass, like, cock-back cannonball shot. <laughs> and I just, yeah, he's um, he's something. But, you know, he was I, I enjoyed watching him. He wasn't mm-hmm. a bad player. But we've had a lot of forwards where I'm just, I don't know. I, I really like some of the players we have on our team right now. You know, for me, I like... Just looking at the roster, I really like Josh Okogi. I don't think he should go anywhere. I think he's he's a great hustle guard. He's athletic. He can shoot. I mean, he's developing mm-hmm. a shot. But I mean, if he got a consistent jump shot, that dude would be insane. Yeah, he's not he's not a perimeter player. But again, at that kind of the same point I was making earlier, do the Wolves really need more perimeter talent? Because we already have two very good three point shooters for their position. Why not have someone that can slash? Why not have someone that yeah. can go into the yeah, lane? Yeah, and I and I think because the lane's going to be so much more th- open I, when you I have your center could, hanging around the three point line. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Joe. I think he could fit in the team well. You know, they have mm-hmm. Malik Beasley, who I mean, when he's not getting high all the time and getting stopped <laughs> for it, um, you know, he can he can light it up. You know, he wasn't used that much in Denver, but I feel like since he he's was, come to Minnesota, he's he's been good. Now it was a weird, it was like a weird what twelve games, and then it was. Then it was, you know, yeah. the world changed. It feels like it was, you know, my last life, you know, when yeah, it things feels like were normal. Yeah. When things were, you know, but he didn't he didn't play bad. You know, I, I don't hate Jake Lehman, I, but he's a another guy, like, really athletic, decent. He has a decent, good shot. I like his shot. Decent jump shot, you know, so I guess he's, a, he's skilled. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just don't think we have a need for Anthony Edwards, you know, just to get back. Okay. You know, he's just... I don't think he's skilled enough to come to the Timberwolves. I mean, he's skilled enough to play in the NBA. He'll be great on the team and to develop. But I think the most pro-ready player right now is either trading the pick for a pro or, you know, just fucking get Lamelo Ball. It, it's going to be bad for Cat, and that's my fear, like I said before, is Cat's going to want to leave because it's going to be a circus. Yes. Oh, the, um, ball, the whole Ball family is a circus. circus and but, that's You know, or maybe you draft him and you trade him or – you pick him for a team, um, mm-hmm. and then you trade him to them. And let's get, you know, I think Devin Booker is 
a long shot. That's it's a dream. That's yeah. A dream. It, it it's. I mean, I thought D'Lo was a dream too. So, I mean, maybe it's all in the plans. Well, but D'Lo was more. He he was realistic. Yeah, know. he was. He was because we almost had him in free agency, and we just got a bid for him. Mm-hmm. Now Devin Booker is making a, a massive contract in Phoenix. You know they went eight zero in the bubble. He's finally getting chemistry with some of his teammates. You know I, I, I can't see Devin Booker leaving Phoenix, especially after what he did in the bubble. So let me ask you this: What do you think of Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons, I actually I I like Simmons. I think. He brings a certain. He would bring a certain defensive presence to the team that is missing. I mean, we're, we are putrid on defense. Um, he can distribute the ball to our shooters, Malik Beasley, D'Lo, Cat. He can do that. He can also drive to the lane. He can make plays. It's he's a guy I would love to see on the team. That being said, Doc Rivers says he might be on the trade block, but is that? what the 76ers GM is saying. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It could be – I don't think it's a smokescreen. I think he – I mean, I'm sure Doc Rivers will just find a way to get Austin Rivers over to the <laughs> the 76ers too. And I can't always say that. Doc's a good coach. He's – you know, but he's – always has really talented teams that just cannot get over the hump mm-hmm. at all. And um, I mean, he almost be perfect for to be a Vikings coach. Um, <laughs> but enough about that. Sorry, Mike Zimmer. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't see him coming. I, I, I don't see us making a trade that really helps us in the long end for one player. So yeah, not give us anybody else. You know, trade the first round pick, but I think they're going to want a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, he's almost been a Pro Bowl player like twice. You know, I, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Then there is. We also have that 18th pick, and a name that's been that's kind of been. Th- thrown around for the 18th pick is uh, Victor Oladipo from the Pacers. And I, at the saying that, I think we'd need more than just the 18th pick for Depot, but I wouldn't mind seeing a little deal going down for that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, that's that's kind of it. Um, but that's kind of the state of the, t- the table rules. You know, we don't really know a lot. We don't know what's going to happen with Cat. You know, maybe he's the new Jimmy Butler and he's going to want to He's going to want out, and if he wants out, I mean, send him to the fucking, I don't know, the Knicks. I mean, I'd be happy with that. I just. If he wants out, get just give him to wherever he wants to go. I don't care. As let long as we get something let, out let of him it. Like... Yeah, let's get something back. Let's get a first-round pick or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, he's from New Jersey, so maybe he wants to play at the Nets. Maybe he's got this, you know, fetish for playing with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And now they're going to bring the Nets back, or if the Nets were even <laughs> ever there. I don't think they were ever there, but... They they weren't. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about... He's going to get money wherever he wants, you know, and I think mm-hmm. it's for him, it's all about um, just what narrative fits. And I think that's a lot of NBA players, like, you know, what, what where can they cement themselves in legacy? Because mm-hmm. really the state of the NBA right now, some of the records and some of the, you know, teams in the past... You want to be known for something. Yeah, you want to be known and you want to, like, make your... You can just still make yourself in history, you know? Mm-hmm. There there still hasn't been... I mean, for 20 years, half the basketball players who played in the NBA were accountants on the, you know... Mm-hmm. You can't say for 20 years, but in the beginning of the league, you know, there's a lot of history still to be written in the league, so... I think that's their mentality, and I think... Uh, you know, I can't hate them for it either, you know? They're gonna get money wherever they go, so... Yeah, no, can't blame them. But all right, I guess we'll see. Um, the Vikings are on a bye this week, so we won't 
luckily have to see that shit show, <laughs> um, at least for one more week. Um, the Twins are obviously done. The Timberwolves are um, going to draft. When, when is their draft? I can't tell you. I, I don't know the actual yeah, date. I think it's coming up soon here, though. So, um, you know, we'll, I'd we'll, have to, uh, you'd have to imagine. We'll comment about that a little bit later in um, the season. And, yeah, I think that was a good a good ex- episode one. I think we uh, we really kind of We dove in. What do you good. think, Joe? Yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, well, thanks for listening. Hope you have a good day.